0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So the issue uh, is going to be for quite a few people whether or not they're going to keep their jobs or lose their jobs based on their vaccination status. And there are people who are saying, I'm not going to be vaccinated, period. And employers are saying, well, then you're going to first be suspended, and then you will lose your job. When it comes to collective bargaining situations, I'm not sure that that applies to our conversation now, but I think it's more going to be for the private sector and individual employers or corporations that employ. Luke Serta joins us, um, a senior associate with um, Samfiro and LLP in Calgary. Luke, thank you very much uh, for for the time. There is a difference, if they're not, if it's collective versus private?
1: I think there is a difference, absolutely. I think when you're unionized, you have certain options that are not available to uh, non-unionized workers. Uh, mainly the grievance process. So as we're seeing in Toronto, I think with the, the TTC, is is going to grieve uh, the the vaccine policy of the TTC. Well, that's not that's not an option that's available to non-unionized workers. Non-unionized workers, if the uh, employer decides to uh, change a, a term of their employment. And they're not happy with it. They they really have two options: you either accept the change, or uh, quit and and require the the employer to pay them a severance package.
0: Okay. Can an employer demand full inoculation against COVID, and then say that a refusal by the employee will lead to dismissal? Can you do that?
1: Yes, you can. Uh, but the dismissal may entitle the employee to a severance package. Might also open up some some uh, some uh, some grounds for human rights. Uh, discrimination uh, damages so the employer really can uh, you know there's a lot of there's no way to force an employer to keep you in their employ Mm -hmm. if the, the, the employer decides they don't want you to work there anymore there's nothing that can really be done in any case except you know go after severance or other damages
0: Okay. There's a global news story about British Columbia workers asking if a vaccinated employee can refuse to work alongside someone who is unvaccinated. I'm sure the question is being asked in B.C., but I suspect it's probably being asked in other provinces as well. What's the uh, what's the situation as far as that's concerned?
1: Well, again, uh, when you're in a non-unionized environment, either the vaccinated employee or the unvaccinated employee are a little bit at the mercy of the employer, in the sense that if the employer decides to, you know, grant that request, then that's done, but there's nothing really uh, requiring the employer to grant that request uh, unless it falls within, uh, you know, uh, occupational health and safety laws, which in my in, in my view, this wouldn't apply. So, you know, it's, it, there's, there's a lot of latitude in the non-unionized context for the employer to manage their operation as they see fit.
0: Does the employer have a uh, responsibility at all to provide options to employees such as we'll give you the opportunity to work from home, particularly if during the pandemic the employees already been working from home?
1: Yes so uh, just to, to, to reiterate at this point I mean the employer can terminate these employees if they wants to but it has to pro- provide a severance package right a lot of employers are, are, are instead taking the view that they can terminate employees for cause which is to not pay them a severance package and I think this is going to be a challenge when they try to explain this potentially to a judge well my employee could have worked from home sure my employee could have gotten you know rapid testing every day sure but that wasn't good enough for me I wanted uh, my employee to be vaccinated, so I terminated them for cause and didn't give them a severance package. I don't think that's really going to fly with judges who see that these other options could have been readily available.
0: Have we run into this kind of situation previously in Canada where individual rights and public health have appeared to be potentially on a collision course?
1: Well, that's a good question. I'm sure we have. Um, there were some cases that came out of the, the original SARS pandemic uh, that we had back in the early aughts. Uh, again, um, you know, dealing with the requirements to get vaccines or get tested and things like that. Specifically, if I recall, they were at airports. Um, but, of course, it wasn't to the extent that we're seeing now. So the, uh, the case law or, or, or the opportunity judges have had to weigh in on these kinds of public health measures uh, isn't there. It, it, it's it's not going to be to the extent we're going to see in this current pandemic. So yeah. we're, there's going to be a lot of new law, I think, that we're going to see come out of this, yeah. as has been the case with COVID so far and, and yeah. other aspects of law.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you're correct. Now, employment law, how much does it differ from province to province?
1: Well, so it differs a lot, I would say, between Quebec and the other provinces. Quebec is, it uses uh, uh, a law that is Descended from the French system. But then uh, otherwise, from province to province, and uh, if we call it the rest of Canada, it doesn't differ that much. It all comes from, uh, from the English system. Uh, so it doesn't differ that much in terms of, of what the law is. What does differ a lot, though, is government mandate. So each, each province has their own government, you know, that was elected uh, at different times, and the federal government as well. Uh, and they, uh, the leaders there might have different views of what should be done in terms of governments requiring certain sectors to have their employees vaccinated. Right. But how the judges will, will react to that, I think it's going to be generally very similar across provinces.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites.